0: back to another episode into the combine i'm stan the man
1: i'm jason and i'm shoddy when are we gonna get a nickname
0: i don't know nickname
2: like, i don't think ever i all... petitioned for one before and i think i got shut down
0: so i mean i'm just like, i got like, just like had... you want a personal nickname well yeah well, i mean, I mean you you go, go, you've like, had stan St- the man
1: for like three years and like
0: yeah.
1: jason, oh i see you shoddy, shoddy. you know
2: yeah stan the man. like you
1: got hosted well, a year on the patreon Awards show and i feel like it's probably you know just because... Well, fucking- when me and
0: Shoddy talk about you, we call you Gason, so I don't know if that counts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Son of a- I was thinking, like j-dog or like uh, see,
2: you, you've, you've jason brought out, you've brought up j-dog multiple times before and i don't know that i've ever liked it, it just once. never
1: stuck
0: we just like push it off this i just so forget that he like- even says
2: it he says j-dog I, I don't he must have said something else i don't know i'm hoping that he didn't actually say j-dog and then he finally actually says it again and i'm like i gotta fucking call this kid out this time
1: i don't know something man
2: I don't know, dude. I don't. I don't think it's in our in our destinies.
1: All right, that's fine. Whatever.
2: I, we'll see. I mean, maybe something <laughs> happens next time. I'll
1: keep thinking. I hey, guess. Well, you, yeah. Hey,
0: you guys got middle names, so uh, yeah. I oh, guess that's, true. that's true.
1: That's <laughs> true. That's true. That's true. And
0: for all you listeners out there, I don't have a middle name. <laughs> yeah, just blank.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. Well, in that case, let's break it down. All right. Alright, that was Judiciary. Uh the song Social Crusade off the album Surface Noise.
0: I had a feeling that was it. You haven't heard got them? a chance to listen. No, I haven't I haven't got a chance to listen to them yet, but uh they're on my list and uh they're like one of the bigger hardcore releases that came out this year already. Yeah, I was digging that.
2: Yeah, same here, man. I was gonna ask you why you haven't shared this with me yet. <laughs> I, it's uh There's no excuses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and the patreon facebook group man they've been talking it up so i decided to give it a listen and uh that's dude, where it's i heard it from hard man it's good it's just old school sounding you know like kind of reminds me of power trip a little bit
0: yeah a little bit harder yeah way Maybe more hardcore so thrashy. But like, if you, yeah
1: yeah if you listen to the full album there's a lot of thrash in there too hmm. it's just more like cool. it's like a power trip were to be less 80s thrash and more hardcore
0: it's cool because i get i get annoyed with that beat down shit that's coming out nowadays you know it seems like every hardcore band's like a little bit you know down that road so it's nice that there's something more thrashy
1: that's exactly what i liked about it It was just fun they're not trying to like it's not like code orange or Vane where it's like newer yeah yeah and it's not like super tough guy it's more just like fun the production feels like that power trip kind of thing and there's a ton of like cool guest vocalists on there like honestly every other song like the Knock Loose vocalist is on there on one of them. And. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, what are we doing today?
0: Uh, we got to keeping it simple for all you guys. Uh, well, we haven't talked about what we're listening to in a while, so we're going to get back into that, back into the grind for 2019. Uh, we also got a throwback album. We haven't did one of those in a while. Mm-mm. This week's, or this month's, is Entombed Clandestine. And then uh, we got an interview with Steve Tucker from Morbid Angel. Hell yeah. Legend.
1: That was a good fucking interview, too. I was listening back to it. It's a good one. He's a cool dude. I think everybody will like it. Yeah.
0: I don't know much about him, but I just know he's better than David Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> the shit I took earlier was better, better than that guy, but you know, whatever. Uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not going that far, but, but yeah. <laughs> uh, did we you love sp- playing with David Vincent. <laughs> dude, speaking of David Vincent, did you see the new band he's in now? No. He's got some um, new project. It's called like Viltmas or something with a V. It's him and Flo Mornier or whatever from Cryptopsy, the drummer. Uh-huh. Okay. And then another guy from something else. I don't know. But yeah, some new project, I guess. But it's him doing those like theatrical vocals. Yeah. It's not It's not Steve Tucker. I'll say that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, hey, I love everything Dave Vincent did with
1: Morbid Angel, but God, I don't know.
0: Something about, I think we said it before, something about that guy just bothers me.
1: But. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, it's a fucking hat. <laughs> uh, all right, so what do you have for us for 2019? Do you got anything strong to start off the year?
0: I only got one, so maybe one of you guys want to start it if you got multiple.
1: Well, I'm, I'm wondering if, I'm kind of wondering if you have what I have.
0: Possibly.
1: Does it start with an O? No. Okay, okay. Mm, okay. Well, okay. then I'll start it off. Okay. I'll start it off. I can't believe you don't have this just because um, this is uh, one. I think this is the first release that came out on 20 bucks spin this year. Okay. I'm listening. And the band is called Ossuarium. The okay. album is called corrosive hallucinations. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, that's the song I'm going to play. The album is called living tomb. Dude, it's, I can't even believe it. Like fucking, I know like no one here surprised 20 bucks spin puts out a good album. Like shock, oh, no yeah. one, no one shocked, No one's shocked, but like after the year they had last year and they think they still have good shit to put out is insane and this is like um if you like tomb mold and you like things like uh blood incantation or like spectral voice or some of the doomier stuff but it's just fucking dirty and good so let's check out yeah the track corrosive hallucinations Cut it quick at the end there because it goes into way doomier territory. So I thought I'd at least leave a little tease there in there so you can kind of get the feel for it. But what'd you guys think?
0: Um I'm gonna definitely check it out. I mean, from the first listen, I mean, yeah, it's right up my alley. Is it tumult No. Um <laughs> but I'm definitely gonna go check it out. I mean, yeah, I liked it.
2: I don't know, I want to
1: listen to more. Yeah. I know you're sick of the dirty death metal. That wasn't
0: horribly
2: I, dirty though, so
0: so I kinda am I'm kinda getting there. Yeah, I think, you know, that kind of
1: the dirty death, not death metal in general, but you know, I'm looking for a little bit something different nowadays. I know exactly what you mean, dude. Like after we did our end of the year episode, I was listening to like the Metallica discography. Well, first four <laughs> or five or whatever, but like, you know, stuff like totally different, more hardcore and stuff. I like needed like a cleanser just because there, there was so much last year, but yeah, and, I, and everybody was started. I started seeing little talk to this one and I heard it was kind of dirty and whatever and Old school death metal. And I was like, oh, man, do I need more? And I wasn't even going to bring it in. I had another one that I was going to bring in that did something a little different. And then I put it on again this morning. And I was like, fuck, dude. I mean, it's too good to not. There's still life in this old school throwback stuff. Like these guys, you really have to trust me on it. Like the clip doesn't do it justice because there are some long ass songs. Five, seven minutes. A few shorter ones, too.
2: What was the name of that song again?
1: That one was uh, Corrosive Hallucinations. Okay. Okay. Uh, again, like the album's Living Tomb, and it's ossuarium. but I think it's the same track. Like, the ending, dude, it goes into a totally, like, like the lead guitar is, like, going and doing all this crazy, almost melodic, like, but kind of doomy stuff, and uh, they know how to write a good fucking song. It never does the same thing for too long. Like, it's always, as soon as you're into this, like, really heavy, cool riff stuff, you'll get this, like, stuff that is very, like, weird sounding, and so it, it's cool, man. Like... Even if you're getting sick of it, like, I know there's a lot of it going on, I would still at least give this one a listen. I think it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: And I will. I will.
1: Okay. Stan, what do you have?
0: I guess I'll go. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, like I said, I kind of get sick of the dirty death, the the 20-buck spin uh, style, but i would still been trying to find death metal in general or, like, you know, melodic death metal or, you know, stuff like that. But I came across this band I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. I know we got I think we got the what do you call it? Promo for it it's called okay. Fester Day. Say it again? Like yesterday. <laughs> Day. <Festerday. laughs> like yester yes, like yesterday with a f instead of a oh, y. Okay, okay. No, They're I've never finished, heard of this. Finished. Death metal band. But okay, so they just they I mean, the wrong fucking country. They sound exactly like Swedish death metal, but it was uh it was cool. It's just like a kind of like a kind of like, like a gate creeper. You know, doing the same thing, like that simple, simplistic, like death metal riffs, but just like bangers, like, uh, hmm. you know, just good riffing and like, you know, hardcore vibe and just that classic Swedish death metal sound. So let's really? just take a
1: listen. Yeah. What do you, is it like a record label or anything or no?
0: Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, it's on Season of Mist. Oh, okay. All Dexter right. Yesterday. Cool.
1: Yeah, some good, fucking isn't it? Disgusting <laughs> vocals, dude.
0: Oh, yeah. That's right. It's like very gate creeper-ish music-wise, but I mean, the vocals stand out, you know, nothing like them. But yeah, it's fucking, it's just a good fucking album. It's solid songs. These guys been, I guess, they've been around, it seems like they've been around since like 91. They were a death metal band. Yeah. And from Finland. Then they put out like a couple demos and splits, then changed their name for like 20 years and then started <laughs> playing like... Uh, what oh, symphonic black metal? Then they changed their name again for another ten years. Started playing uh, in like industrial black death. Like, Come on! And then they went back to and then they went back to Fester Day and put out this badass death metal <laughs> album. <What?
1: laughs> well, wait, was it, like the same members the whole time?
0: Ah, uh, like I think three of them. I think it was.
1: Oh my Two god! Two or three dude. at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane.
0: Yeah, it's a good fucking album oh, oh, though. Oh, oh, say the name one more time. Like yesterday, oh, but yesterday.
2: Ah. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I like the simple riffs, but I really like. Is there two vocalists the whole time like that? I I don't know. Is it two?
0: Probably. Yeah. It seemed like um, it. Like
1: that one low dude. I know was, like, you mean though, Yeah. In and then.
0: Yeah. So it, it, it very they got a lot of range, you know, vocal wise. That's what I was. So digging. I don't. I don't know if it's two people or not, but yeah.
1: I did like the hardcore feel too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of. Yeah. I'm kind of looking for some more hardcore this year. I hope we get some good shit.
0: See, that's why I think this one kind of, you know, I was kind of like that way too. I'm like, I was like getting in the mindset, like I'm going to check out some hardcore. I I even told James, I was like, I'm going to check out this one album he's been telling me to check out. I never did, but
1: sorry, (laughs) buddy. But I'm getting
0: in the mindset.
1: (laughs) Yeah, me too. Yeah. Shotty, you're coming up blank this uh So I have some, episode?
2: I guess I've been listening to something, but it's just been disappointing me. So mm. um, it's an album that you two have probably listened to, so I didn't feel like it was necessary to bring a track, only because I couldn't think of anything to bring off this fucking album. So <laughs> the album that I'm talking about <laughs> is um, something that I can't pronounce. like Lichen, I think, and it's Soilwork <laughs> is the band. So... <laughs> Yeah, I don't, do you guys know how to say that album?
1: I haven't listened to it yet.
2: Oh, you haven't?
1: No. I it's, know you, dude, you guys are writing it off, and I was like, eh, I guess I'll skip it.
2: Yeah, you. I mean, listen to it once, and then you'll understand. I mean, me and Stan briefly dove into it pre-cast, which, smack on the wrist. We shouldn't have done that. But um, we were talking about how much we, I mean, so we listened to this album, then we went back and listened to Ride Majestic, and then you try to listen to this again, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what happened? Yeah. So, The Ride Majestic was just such a good album, and I mean, even albums before that were so good, and this one is just so... Just a disappointment. Yeah, it's a disappointment. I mean... Well, what's bad about it? Well, so, like, I'm just gonna say, like, even some of the times when, like, the riffs are good, the lyrics are just cheesy and stupid. Like, the wolves are back in town, I'm sorry. Like... (laughs) It's, I'm down with the, that. The riffs are awesome, but the vocals, the, like the lyrics, I just can't see. I, it Just doesn't I sound. Was,
0: I thought it was. I see. I I'm a big Soil Work fan. I liked all their stuff. I even liked their radio friendly stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And then this one was just like this one was just a fucking disappointment. Yeah, like I don't like, know, Right Majestic. I was like, oh fuck yeah, they're going back. Like they're doing a little bit of both, you know. They got that classic Soil Work Swedish sound, but you know they're making a little poppy. This one, I just don't know what the hell's going on. It's like confusing almost. Dude, I legitimately
2: so, tried to find one song that I liked and would tell somebody to listen to, and I couldn't. I listened to the CD yeah. like three times in a row, and I was like, no, I wouldn't recommend anybody listening to any of this.
1: What's like the worst song on there?
2: <laughs> the Wolves Are Back in Town.
1: Can <laughs> I listen to it real quick? It's just
2: such a disappointment because of how like the riff is, and then once the <laughs> lyrical content comes in, I'm like, like Stanis, I'm just so confused. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I uh, dude, honestly, listen to whatever you want. Close your eyes and just
1: fucking pick a song and you won't be happy. <laughs> Alright, I just want to hear like a minute of it. Okay. Watch
3: it. Just-
2: head shaker
1: (laughs) what do you think stan
0: Uh, dude okay they killed it it. uh, no (laughs) (laughs) it's dude it's like okay you can hear how good bjorn is like you we all know how good he is but he's just like that's what it's it's like the whole cd it's like you you're waiting for those like big moments like the ride majestic had, and Mm. and but he just doesn't like it just never never
2: materializes he, he got high hopes
1: the whole time I wasn't hating it though,
2: <sighs> dude. Just,
1: I mean, the riff was cool. <laughs> he was sounding good. I mean, I okay, That's what I'm the chorus maybe is it cool, didn't hit it sounded, real hard. Yeah, but like it's just it was not, a little cringy, I guess. But <laughs> listen to
2: it in its entirety, and then go back to listen to ride and listen to ride majestic, and then come back and listen to this again, and you're just like. You're like
0: <laughs> Maybe we just had the bad mindset going into it. No, dude, I was so fucking
2: pumped. I was like, oh, yeah, a soil work album. Fuck yeah. I wasn't, like, my hopes weren't up. I just wanted to listen to good shit. I was expecting that it was going to be a little bit more radio heavy, but, like, I don't know. I wasn't expecting this. Like, this is just like it fucking got thrown together last minute or something. I don't know, man. Like, (sighs) I'm
1: going to have to listen to more. I mean, like I said, I didn't hate that, so I don't know. Maybe I will like it. I don't but know. I know just, what you mean. When like, I compare this to the Ride, Majestic, to the Ride
2: Majestic, it's just very, very. there's yeah. It's a night and day, man. It's like fucking. Yeah.
1: Good news is they're always going back and forth, so maybe the You're next right. one will be like way prog. You're
2: right. I mean, no, I never yeah. write off soil work. I mean, Bjorn's voice is no, one of the never. beautifulest in all of metal. So.
1: He really is. Yeah. You know, you don't get him, You don't hear about him that much, but he's fucking good, man. No,
2: I know, and, the, and again, when <laughs> I listen to the Ride Majestic, he, it's beautiful. <laughs> he is beautiful.
1: Well, I know so, what I'm going to listen to tomorrow. I got the, I just added it to the library. I want to hear that one, and then I do want to listen to Ride Majestic again.
2: Yeah. And I want to hear All what right. you guys have to think, because again, I'm fucked in the head. So maybe me and Stan are both <laughs> fucked in the head.
1: Yeah. Let us mostly, know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Stan, do you have anything else or no? Uh
0: no. I think that's the only other album Soil Work was the only one I'd listened to from this year. Dude, I guess oh, echoing really?
2: on it, Jason. Yeah, it's been a you slow know- year for me and Stan. We haven't really been finding too much to listen to. Do you have you been holding out on some shit?
1: Dude, I mean I was the same way. I was gonna I was literally gonna talk about Metallica and I was gonna talk about a book I was been reading was uh that new that Metal Blade book from Slagle.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He put that book out. I think it was last year. And I bought that. It's only like, it's less than 200 pages. And I'm almost, I'm like a little over half to three quarters of the way through it. It's a good ass, it's It's
0: a good ass read. His, his story? Yeah. Kind of? Or, okay. Yeah, it goes from how Metal Blade started.
1: Yeah, him just being a fan, like making the, the first um, compilations and doing zines and like starting the label, you know, signing those first few bands. Like, you know, his, like him, the interesting shit was like him with like Metallica before they were Metallica, you know, with. Like he was like friends with Lars and getting mm-hmm. them kind of together, hooking them up with both of their bases and like just losing big bands like that to the bigger labels. And I know like the second half, it goes more into more of the modern bands, you know? And like, I know it gets into cannibal and Dahlia and all that, but yeah, dude, it's like a really, really good. I'd recommend it to everybody. If you just, if you like metal blade or you just like that kind of stuff, like it's not purely historical. It's kind of like cool. Cause it's like autobiographical, but like also just like, what it's like to start a label and all that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, cool. anyways, but then I did find, like I said, that band that I just brought in, and then I gave a listen, because we have that promo. It doesn't come out until March, but that new Misery Index. Okay. You, can- guys yeah, kind of you guys didn't check
0: it out? A couple of guys to talk about it on the Facebook group, but well, I, mean, can- no, I haven't checked it out I yet. haven't
2: checked it out, no.
1: Mm, okay. Well, I got a clip. It's um, it's the single that like just came out this week. They had one out already called uh, New Salem, which is like really fucking good i'm sure if you've been listening to like liquid metal or whatever i'm sure they played it on there but if not the one i picked is a new one it's called the choir invisible Oh yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Dude, it's catchy, it's hard, it's heavy. It, it, every track's fucking good. It's just Misery Index, dude. They're, every album they put out is good, but this it, one is, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say it's their best one, but maybe, I think it might be a little these, better than the last one. These are the okay. Dying Fetus guys, right? Yeah, like um, yeah. J- Jason, what's his name? Jason Netherton, I think. Like, I don't know what members are still in it, but I know like that's how that band formed. It was like everybody left but the vocalist from Dying Fetus. And I believe mm-hmm. there was some member changes, but the main dude is still the main dude in it, Jason something. Yeah. It. yeah, dude. I mean, you can hear a little bit of that dying fetus kind of sound, but different, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It was exactly what we were talking about. Like you kind of want, you still want that death metal, but maybe not the like old school stuff as as much. Mm-hmm. This is a good one to go to because they have that. They do throw in some of the hardcore stuff. There's grindcore parts in there, and every time I listen to this album, there's it's like it grows more and more. There's those little parts that are catchy and. It's, uh, it's a high up there album for me so far this year, for sure. So, I mean, I know it doesn't come out till March, but they had the three singles out so far, which do give a pretty good idea of what it sounds like, but just know that it's a fucking good album and the rest of them are really good too. It's only like nine songs, 36 minutes, so it's in and out and fucking good. Nice. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm Very definitely nice. going to check it out. I was digging it as well, so we'll see. Cool.
1: All right. Um, do you guys want to do a listener question or just go to Entombed? Don't matter me. Yeah, I'm. What is the listener
2: question? Hmm. I guess it depends on what it is. <laughs> if it's
1: too hard, yeah. then I'm gonna say let's
2: just go to entune. <laughs> but if it's easy, then we can do it. So
1: well, the, you fucking slacker, I don't even bring a track. So I think I you did bring. Have to I didn't have this. to
2: bring a track. I brought filth. <laughs> <laughs> no track was necessary. <laughs> uh.
1: All right. Well, um, one of you know one of our loyal Patreon members mm-hmm. posed the question. How important and I know you guys' answers, but let's just see. How yeah, yeah. important are vocals and lyrics to you in metal?
0: Well, well I mean Okay, I, well th- those are two completely different things right there. So let's start
1: with lyrics. Well, That's kind of the bigger that was like the bigger question.
0: Well so you uh, know my answer to this. What is it, Stan? No, not I mean <laughs> i don't even look at lyrics so
2: well i mean in my instance just there but i just talked about how i was off put by the lyrics so i, I mean, was just
1: gonna say that
2: yeah i mean it's, oh, it's, that's it's a good it's important to me point. especially when i can understand them if i have to hunt the shit down if it's too you know guttural and i can't understand what they're saying i necessarily don't care but if i can clearly hear what you're saying if your voice is as fucking beautiful as bjorn's don't <laughs> fucking say shit to me so yeah. I don't want to hear about wolves coming back in town. I just, yeah, I don't,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll leave
2: the wolf situation alone now. <laughs> you got
0: to think where I'm coming from though. Yeah. I'd listen to the dirtiest shit. Like but I can't, what I, I can't about. hear the. Yeah. you know, so to me, I mean, there's yeah. a bunch
2: of, uh, you know, scenarios that I can think of where it's, you know, well, I mean, but if there's also yeah, you like listen the, to dirty shit, I listen to more prog stuff and they'll have more. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's. But then
0: there's also the Crimsons of the world where you want to read like every yep.
1: lyric and, you yeah. know.
0: I, I get it.
1: So you have dove in. So, like, for example, so Edge of Sandy Crimson, you went and read through that a little bit?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like the really interesting stuff. But I mean, it's got to be something, you know.
1: So something be a where it's fantasy, maybe like more. fairy like tale. Yeah, you know. Like a concept, maybe?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. Because. Yeah, I could see that. I remember that Vector album came out a year or two ago, Mm -hmm. and I didn't really listen. I didn't look at the lyrics, and then I did, and then I was like, oh, this is better now. You know what I mean? And that was a concept. But I thought of like, there's not as many instances like Shoddy just said where it it makes it bad I agree. for me.
2: It's just that it was but. weird that this question was, do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, this is I just know. a rare, rare case. I completely agree with you, but I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Well, I thought of bands like Amon Amarth. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't sit and read the lyrics, but he's clear enough to where you know most of what he's saying. And I'm sure some people think it's too cheesy, like the Viking shit, but I fucking love it. And uh, especially like that last album they put out, which actually now that I think about it, was kind of like a concept album. That added a lot for me.
2: I agree. You know? I agree.
1: And maybe, like you said, it's because you can hear it. You know what I mean? You're actually listening for it. Whereas, like, Tumult, yeah, I'm not, like, you know, I'm not listening. I'm not reading the lyrics, and it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? hmm But, like, you said, I like some bad examples. Do you have anything that's, like, a, anything good? For me? Yeah. Like, is there a certain band where it's like, yeah, the lyrics kind of fucking matter there?
2: Well, I don't know that they ne- the lyrics ever necessarily matter if they're good dude i don't know i guess that's really hard for some odd reason the first thing i thought of when this was uh, when you asked the question was that scar symmetry album that came out um a couple years ago i forgot what what the fucking name is but that's like all sci-fi themed so like the whole thing was about like you know getting taken over by like robots and turning into a machine and having your consciousness like transformed to the machines and leaving behind being human so Mm -hmm. yeah i mean they painted a beautiful story to me and the music was fucking amazing as well so i mean obviously the first like maybe 10 times i listened to that album it was all about the guitar solos and the drum fills but then once i listened you know after that it was like what the hell is he saying i can clearly hear that and then the picture was painted for me so i mean yeah i mean i don't know man there's a lot like with fucking with cannibal for instance i mean you can't always understand what he's saying but when we do we get the picture that he's painting <laughs> so like i feel like the lyrical content i mean think about it because at the end of the day if he was just going <laughs> and not saying anything we would call him out on that shit so right. i i feel like it is very important
1: well case in point obituary when they did slowly rot most of those lyrics are just sounds and shit like they didn't have lyrics written for that and once i found that out it did it took a little bit away from it even though like i mean if you didn't know that it wouldn't matter yeah so it's almost like you said like it's almost like uh, an aesthetic thing where it's like like you said a like you know they're talking about sci-fi shit you Mm -hmm. might know a little bit of the lyrics you don't know it all but it's but even though it just knowing that they're talking about it like it kind of makes it exactly you know
2: it just paints a picture i mean it's like imagine if it was just instrumental i mean it would be a completely different you'd think of the band completely different i mean i think of that band now and i think a hawking in a chair floating out in space yeah with you know like <laughs> just a bunch of like robots running the world like i mean yeah. that's i mean yeah i mean but like without any of the lyrics we just hear technical shit going on
1: well i thought about like bolt thrower too mm-hmm. like i don't necessarily go and read those lyrics and I don't know everything he's saying, but like just knowing that it's about war and battle, and getting some of it through listening, and then through you know, it, like that adds a lot to it too. Like it just adds to the power of it.
0: Yep, I definitely think, uh, I definitely think there's some parts here and there that lyrics make a huge part. Like maybe it's that one little sentence that's in like a, a part. You know, you can't you can't hear the rest of the song, but you hear that one part, and that's a very important part just because mm-hmm. what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big part, but. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. I mean good lyrics
2: point. lyrics. I mean, in the past, I feel like when we were a little bit younger, we cared a little bit less. But I mean, I'm just thinking of like shit that I listened to last year, for instance. I mean, had the lyrics have been different or I mean like the fucking that like that section album, uh, Ran Chaos. If like think about the lyrics in that. Like, I mean the whole <laughs> album would have been completely different had it have not had that lyrical yeah. message behind it. I mean, it's just Yeah, I mean, they're very important. I mean, I might not listen to them the first time through, but, I mean, without them... I mean, for instance, it's the reason why we don't just all listen to instrumental shit, so... Well, you
1: could say it's mm. just the vocal instrument, though. I guess that's true. As an argument.
2: That's true. That's true. That's true.
1: But I'm more on your side overall. I mean, I will say, like, some stuff, I mean, doesn't matter. Like, black metal, most of it, I don't really care. Like, it's a... But like you take uh, a band like Immortal.
2: That's what I was just gonna say. Is like, so what do you mean you don't <laughs> fucking care? You mean to tell me that you could just take a bath and throw him out and
0: everything would be fine? No, well, that's I the exception. We're talking two th- different things here, though. We're talking about vocal styles. I understand. Oh, we're talking about vocal styles now. No, uh, I was well, still
1: I saying we the t- lyrics.
2: Tal- okay,
0: Lear, uh, yeah. What is Immortal's lyrics? Oh, dude, exactly. that's what makes it. Like, I, I mean, it's not what makes <laughs> it. The rest right, of it, but makes you're right. It. You're right, though. It's it's always
2: see, been not there. to me, though. It's weird, not but. to you, but it's one of the reasons why I feel like I have appreciated and liked them more than some of the other black metals because they've remained very neutral in the whole like they don't you know care about the whole church burning the religious mm-hmm. bullshit. It's just literally been about their whole Norris fairy tale about <laughs> being in the mountains, black struggling shirt. with God like, with nothing. I mean, who, I don't even know what they're struggling with. I mean, literally just out in the cold.
1: No, they've got a whole fantasy world. Like it's, yeah,
2: I understand the fantasy world, but like it's there's- It's like
1: Lord of the Rings, but they it's like their own thing.
2: Yeah, it, it is their own thing, but like there's like, it's just weird, it's not the same as like the rest of the black metal is what I'm talking about. Like oh, it's yeah, their I own agree. fantasy world, but it's like there's no real struggle there. It's still a game to them. They're up playing in the fucking mountains. It's not like they're after, you know, an institution, like a religion or something like that. Do You no, know what I'm right, saying? Right. That's what I'm talking, like I understand they're, yeah it's i love it but
1: well like think of like that's what i'm saying like a song like into battle ride or like mm -hmm. any of their classic ones like that adds to it you know what i mean you can feel that in there you know completely
2: agree man completely agree i feel like and that's why it sets itself apart from some of the rest of you know the black metal yeah so i
1: totally agree stan what about like hate breed or hardcore in general
2: yeah, like stick to your guns. Yeah, that's I
1: lyric mean, lyric based, focused, right? Kind of.
0: It is, and that's what I, and that's what I kind of mean. Like I was thinking, like a, you know, sometimes a sentence makes a difference. You know, the ghost inside does that a lot, where they, you know, he just comes out and just that's all he's doing is he's got something to say or like stick to your guns does it, and that is important, but still, I don't follow it though. Like to me, it's all about music always, and vocals to me is more of an instrument than it is a, you know a way to the message. Mm -hmm. So that's how I see stuff. You know, I'm all about the, you know, musical side of it.
1: I get it. I get, I I really, I I think it depends on the band, but I would say for me overall, yeah, plays a part depends on the band and I may not read every lyric, but it'll add to the overall feel. Like I, I, I think that's where I'm at. I mean, vocals is a whole different story. I mean...
0: That's a... It's an instrument itself. Yeah. I mean, how many... I, I agree. mean, how many times have you listened to something and the music was so badass and that vocals just ruined it or like... Well, well, I guess that's what I'm know. saying
2: is that's why it's so important because that's happened so many times where everything else has been so fucking amazing, but then the vocalist sounded like a tin fucking cans falling off of the countertop and I was like, <laughs> this is bullshit and literally haven't listened to it because of the vocalist.
1: So... hmm I'm going to play devil's advocate, though, and say, like, think about the first time you heard maybe someone like a bath for Immortal. And those vocals are not, like, they're not good, but they are good after you get used to them. And I feel like you you make yourself almost like them. Like, you get used to it. I feel like that was an anomaly.
0: in the the argument,
2: the first time I heard it, I was just like, this is balling. Like, I just liked (laughs) it. So, I don't know.
0: I agree 100%. But the thing with uh, black metal, like, in general, I mean a lot of that guitar is hard to swallow, you know? So you got to get used to it. You got to,
1: yeah, it's, it's just, it's more of
0: an instrument. It's getting used to it like anything else.
1: But that's what I'm saying. It's that, I, that's why I think he asked that question is because with metal, we almost accept like anything for vocals. Like mm-hmm. it's not, a. it's, it can be like huge, but it also, you know, you could just have some cookie cutter. I'm thinking necrophagist, like something like that, where it doesn't really matter it's more about everything else you know what i'm saying like we can handle mm-hmm. that more as whereas like pop music you know you don't have good vocals you're done
0: you're yeah. right you're right but the vocals now and think of how many bands there is over the years and everyone trying to go back old school or the new stuff you know vocals is kind of i feel like it's a big part of what's setting people you know apart nowadays you know i mean obviously you need to have riffs and stuff too you need to be good at that but like I think vocals is more important than ever right now. I think, you mm. know,
1: I don't know. It's just me. I don't know. I I guess I think uh, I think I see where he's going from. Maybe like I I could see it being second to. Uh, I mean, for me, it's riffs first.
0: Of course, obviously, but okay. you know, yeah. but what stand what makes something stand out between mm. the two molds and the you know okay. maybe a, a more badass vocalist is gonna be like, oh okay, he's caught my ear, you know. Yeah. When the music's all set, you know. It's a lot of of saturation in the metal right now. I agree. You're you're
1: looking for anything that sets it apart. I agree, especially when there's so much shit coming out. It's got to have kind of everything. So, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Terry Walker. That was a good fucking question. Yeah. Great debate. I've thought about it a few times and go back and forth. But uh, I know uh, everybody on on the Facebook Patreon page, too, had like different things. Kind of similar to what we were talking about. Some people cared more. Some people actually, like Phil from phil's breakfast metal like he was like i read the lyrics i like all like that kind of stuff you know so for some people like that you know but i don't that's cool. go that far
0: yeah it yeah. is. i just can't digest all that you know i it takes a lot for me to digest music sometimes like i can't like put it's lyrics on to top read, of it you know in general yeah, exactly so like, you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly
1: yeah maybe it was like a picture book you could do it <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we jump into the fucking uh, yeah. album yeah, of the yeah, day? Actually,
0: my daughter just got home. I'm going to go say hi to her real quick. Oh, okay. Aww. oh Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Five minutes. So, throwback album. Yes, sir. The classic, entombed, clandestine, clandestine. I don't clandestine.
2: know how to pronounce it. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All of the above. What
2: is
1: it, Maybe Jason? The, what is it? I, I use it in my head, clandestine, but yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah. yeah it's clandestine. I
1: don't know. It's good enough. Clandestine.
2: Yeah. There we go. That's right.
1: <laughs> Maybe not the popular choice.
2: Yeah, I don't know how popular it was, but it was voted on though, so it wasn't a choice that... We had oh, yeah, well, I we just forgot mean,
1: th- first off, I just mean in terms of entomb though. Oh, it's okay. I mean, like it's most just... people, it would be like left hand path. We've never done that. But Okay, but before we get to that, so I yeah, yeah, we'll I get forgot. into that.
0: So yeah, we actually uh we had the idea of uh we were talking over what to do for our next throw back album. I was like, Well, why don't we let the Patreons uh decide? So we threw up on Patreon and uh they picked and I think it was uh Emperor and the Night Side Eclipse was one. Suffocation, effigy, annihilation. Oh, I forget which one it was.
1: Annihilation, annihilation. of the wicked. Yeah.
0: Um, and then
1: incantation onward to Golgotha, I think.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So all good picks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, My, all the I death mean, metal the, ones. Yeah, we each yeah. kind of picked two, and like I picked Nile, and I picked suffocation. I was thinking Nile just because it was like um, not so old, but not new. It was kind of like that weird period. So mm-hmm. it was just, I was like, i oh, would be something different. But then uh, as soon as I seen Entombed getting some extra votes, I was not mad at all.
0: Yep, that was my pick, and we'll get into why.
1: <laughs> suffocation, actually, I never closed the polls down, and uh, it inched up. It got to one lower than Entombed. Oh. So we might have to cover that one in a future episode.
0: Yeah. Hey, I'm always
1: down. Yeah. We're not going to be pissed about doing Suffocation.
0: <laughs> yeah, so for all all you listeners that are not on Patreon, like, yeah, that's some that perks of you. You you're pretty much part of the show. You're producing the show for us. <laughs> Just look at it that way. So if you want to join, there's another reason. There you go. So so and <laughs> two. You said not the popular choice.
1: Why do you say that? Well, everybody. I mean, usually it's Left Hand Path. You don't hear as much about this album. Yeah, yeah you really don't. I, guess you hear, so. I mean, every other day someone's talking about Left Hand Path. That's true. It's a classic. Oh
0: yeah. This one's a classic though too. Now oh, I okay, remember the sure.
1: first time I listened to this album i texted you stan because i was getting more into the swedish stuff and i think i listened to left hand path but then i listened to clandestine and i was like dude this is better Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was like it's it's so much heavier like it's just a heavier more death metal album and i and i wasn't sure if i still felt that way i mean am i i kind of always have had that opinion but i never really just sat down and been like okay well, which one do i like better and uh now that we were talking about this, I was like, yeah, this this is definitely still the one I like better. Mm-hmm.
0: This has been my favorite Entombed album probably since I found them out. Mm-hmm. I think I obviously listened to the left hand first, but it wasn't too far after I listened to the other two, which, you know, Wolverine Blues, I lump them in together the first three. Yeah. And then you know, actually, then the, the rest of the disc- discography, that's what I did this weekend, was listen to it. And, yeah, <laughs> there's not a lot to talk about, but.
1: <laughs> what about you, Shadi? Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I like it more than Left Hand Path, but I, I guess I wasn't really the biggest fan of either album. So, mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I've been kind of slamming it the past week because I knew that we were going to do... You know this this show, so I've been trying to listen to it more and more and more. And I didn't want to disappoint Stan because I feel like I've been doing that more and more and more <laughs> lately. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's just there's some stuff I like. I mean, it's not horrible. It's just not the best. But I put it on if I'm driving by myself. Not probably not, but I don't hate it yeah. if it's on and Stan puts it on but like, whatever. But I mean, there's a lot of the parts that I do like. I like when you know, I like when the vocals change. And he throws in kind of that like sadistic little like talking, because uh, it's just it's just a weird break in the album. Like I don't know, yeah,
1: interesting, yeah. So it's yeah, not. I mean, it's
2: just I don't because this is.
1: This is probably the first throwback then that we've done where you haven't exactly, been like, fully but, on board. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, this is, I this wasn't a throwback though that was like new to me. Stan's been entombed, 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 entombed ever since yeah. he went on his sweetest dreams and then came back to us. <laughs> so like, I mean, I listened to this in left hand path because I, I mean, just because Stan told me to, but like, yeah, it was never anything that I, I became uh, infatuated with.
1: Okay. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm not like way surprised, but I mean, hmm. That's all I had to say.
2: I know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think I got. Did you have on a preference
1: head. between this one and Left Hand or no? Well,
2: I definitely like this one more than Left Hand. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. See, okay, I love Left Hand. Don't get me wrong. Like that's mm. just you know it's fucking Left Hand path, but this one, I my reasons why I like it more. I think it's a more raw album. I think Left Hand's a little bit more cleaner, and I wouldn't say cleaner, but like. I don't, this one's got more of a raw feel to it. It feels like it's a jam, more of a jam album, where maybe Left Hand was thought out a
1: thought out a little bit more. Dude, that's you know really I mean? weird. Because I actually feel the complete opposite.
0: Oh, see, like I feel like this is just jam, like. But,
1: <sighs> well, you know what? Okay, I could see maybe what you're saying in terms of like I think this one has more of a rock feel. Well.
4: I take that yeah, back. But
1: it's it has also more of a death metal feel, but also you can feel them going towards Wolverine Blues. Like there's a little more grooves, the solos this, are a little more rock.
0: Yeah. And you can you can definitely hear the song structures. The other one's just, just like death metal lumped with death metal, lumped with death metal. You know, to me, mm-hmm. left hand plant, that's what it is. But this one's a little bit more structured, but they keep that death hard, hard, death metal feel with it. Right. Where Wolverine blues, that's just getting into way two rocky grooves you know right with just like screaming and heavy guitars but this is like still death metal
1: oh yeah yeah when i think of like like left hand path you know it's it's way more to me like i think of that one as being a little more raw a little more db a little more thrashy just like fast like the song structures aren't really there but it's all it doesn't really matter i mean it's still amazing whereas where i see i think of this one and it seems to me as like more the songs are there more the grooves are there more so mm-hmm. to me it's a little more structured it's just Also, a little more death metal. Like it's heavier. Like I I don't know, to to my ears. So it's interesting that you say that.
0: Mm -hmm. It is. It's an interesting album. It's just. (laughs) (sighs) So, Shadi, I want to know your opinion. What do you think of the drumming, though?
2: I dude, I mean, I thought it was awesome. That's the thing is, it was just more along the lines of like the way that they did some of the transitions and like I guess again some of the lyrical content. Like I liked when he went into like the weird stuff, but at the same time, like. It didn't really. I don't know. It was just kind of like a little off-putting. But then I liked it at the same time. So the drums were awesome. I mean, I thought it. Like as you guys said, it's it's a fucking heavy album. It's very 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 good musically. But it's again lyrical or lyrically, I just couldn't really get it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think everything's just spot on. Drums, guitars, you yeah, know, the yeah. sound, the you know the transitions, you know even the vocals in which it's Nicky doing the vocals. Not uh what's his name. LG. LG. Yeah. He got kicked out or something. I don't know for this album. Yeah, I was he does a
1: Decibel Hall of Fame on it. And apparently well, there was just some stupid fight. And LG was like drunk a... at a party. Being About a girlfriend,
0: right? About hitting on someone's girlfriend or something?
1: I don't know if it was that. He just said he was like being a dick. He said he overreacted <laughs> and he fired him. And that was it. <laughs> He's like, it was stupid. I overreacted, fired him. And then, you know.
0: <laughs> so he just says, fuck it. I'll do the vocals myself. <laughs> well, and then like I guess
1: they tried to get different people. Okay. You know, and they, they recorded that EP, that Crawl EP. And that had a different vocalist on it from uh, Nirvana 2002. They had, so there was another vocalist there right before this. And then they had someone else that they brought in. And then he didn't work out. So like Hmm. they were in the studio and he was like, fuck it. I already have all the lyrics. He already had recorded a demo of the lyrics or the vocals. And so Mm -hmm. he just did it. Hmm. But the funny thing is, I guess for anybody who grew up in the 90s or who was like listening to Entombed in the 90s, I should say, like they, for the longest time, they had the vocals credited as like the dude who didn't work out. That's crazy. (laughs) So like if you you bought the album, it it says the other dude's name, Johnny something, I think. (laughs) and i guess he did tour with them like and did do it live but um it was not known until like early 2000s that Nikki did all the vocals huh,
0: that's crazy yeah he's like a fucking death metal god he just dude, like dude he did lead guitars like on like dismember's greatest album you know he's a drummer mm-hmm. this like vocal like what the hell does he not do then he just quits death metal a couple years later and just forms this other band that just does this shit rock <laughs> you it's know no good oh uh, it's actually pretty there's some catchy songs yeah
1: <laughs> Hel- helicopters it, right
0: yeah yeah it's not bad It's Mm -hmm. like the Hives, you know, that Swedish, like, garage. Yeah.
1: Well, how do you, like, what do you think about the vocals? Do you think he does a good job?
0: So every time, I don't know if you guys get the feel, like, every time I listen to the first song, maybe it's just the first song sounds a little weak. He seems a little off, like, his first, like, Mm -hmm. maybe he recorded that one first and was just getting into it. But then by the end of the album, you don't even tell, and he sounds like LG. You can't even tell, like, it's a different vocals. Mm -hmm. The first song you can, though, every time the first time I put it on. You know, but I I, know what you
1: mean. Yeah. I like if to be totally honest, I've heard like them say before, like they would have loved to have it re-recorded with LG over it. Mm -hmm. And I can't say I wouldn't want that. I do think he has a better, he has better vocals. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like he just does it better. Yeah. 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 But like, don't doubt like this, he pulled it off on this album. It's not like we were just having that vocal conversation. I started thinking about this and I didn't want to bring it up, but this is one thing where like. Yes, I can totally get past it not being as good because it's still good enough. Mm-hmm. Like everything else is so good. It doesn't matter. But I th- if I think about it with LG, it's like, oh, that could be really good.
0: And I think that's why I think that's a part of the reason why I think it's a little bit more raw album. It's because that vocals, it's not mm. that, you know, the vocals okay. plays a big part that makes a raw feel to it.
1: Yeah, I would a hundred percent agree with that because it's like more of a shouting. Just it's like mm-hmm. he's just doing whatever he can. Yeah, like, it, just it sounds like he's just <laughs> going for it. Uh huh. With no training or anything, it's fucking funny, kind of. If you really like, I really just started paying attention to the vocals, like in comparing it to the album before the album after it, and yeah, dude, he just—I give him credit. But I, t- I will tell
0: you, okay, so the last, uh, I listened to it today and yesterday, but the last, like, couple times I listened to it the last couple weeks, I actually just watched the live video of them playing it all the way through, live, okay. with their new vocalist, and that guy can fuck, that guy fucking rips, dude. So, mm. it's it's back in, it's in 16, where they, Nikki came back, they played, like, one show, and just played yep. clandestine all the way through. <laughs> It's like, I heard about yeah. the
1: newer vocalist. I guess he's the guy from another Swedish band called Morbus Crone. Have you heard of them?
0: That's. I heard the name just from where he's from. Yeah.
1: The horrendous guys. When I was talking to them on the interview, they were talk. That's like a huge band for them, and so I need to give them a listen. Especially, I didn't realize. I guess it's um, Nikki's brother.
0: No oh, shit.
1: Robert Anderson.
0: Oh, maybe it is. <laughs>
1: pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. That's crazy. So that's a band to check out. But um, okay. Let me ask you this. Did you or either of you, probably not, but have you guys ever checked out the, so when they came back and did that, you know how they did, they also did an orchestra version?
0: I haven't listened to orchestra yet. Okay. You know, I listened, I I
2: haven't
1: listened to that either.
0: I take that back. I think I listened to Sinner's Bleed just because I love that song. So yeah. 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 You know,
1: that's the only one you need to hear. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I, I, uh, yeah, this week I remember hearing about this a while ago. Like, so yeah, like you said, Nikki comes back. You've got LG off doing Entombed AD with none of the other members. Nikki comes back and wants to do this album in full. And I don't know how the idea got brought up, but they decided to do a full orchestra version of it. And it's not like Metallica where it's like the band with a backing orchestra. It's just straight? Yes.
2: Oh, okay.
1: The orchestra takes it and transposes it or whatever. And they do have like a little bit of a choir for some parts. And what's weird and also cool about it, they take the dude that I was mentioning before from one of the EPs, and he does like some death metal vocals, like here and there. It's (laughs) fucking weird.
0: So, okay, I didn't know this. So they got a DVD of this. Yeah. I'm going to have to probably buy it right now. <laughs> you, I, I don't have the DVD,
1: but I went on YouTube and uh, I don't know if it's from the DVD or if it's just like from, well, it's DVD quality. It must be from the DVD. So you can actually watch it on there. And... um I mean, I don't know if it's... I mean, Shawty, you should check it out. Yeah, I'll definitely check part. it like, out. Well, we would like it because we were all in band and everything, but like... Band geeks! <laughs> yeah, like I was pretty into it. Like if you know the album from front to back and you can like hear the themes coming out, like they did a good fucking job on it. Sinner's Bleed, mm-hmm. is the, it's got that main theme like, mm-hmm. from the song. If you know it, you know it. It's just like a melodic kind of part. And the vocals are sick in it. And the vocals are kind of like um, more... It's not like LG or Nikki. It's more like Martin Van Junin kind of a thing. So it's like... It is. I don't know. Kind of whispered yeah. almost. It's, so it works like with an orchestra. You would not think like, how can you pair death metal with like an orchestra? But <laughs> somehow they made it work. Maybe they shouldn't have done the whole album. Maybe they should have just did the highlights. But um, it's still worth just checking it out. But that's legit, though.
0: <laughs> the fact that they did that means something... It It's says something about this album you know they didn't do left hand path they didn't do any other death metal you know they picked this one and did it you know
1: Mm -hmm. it's it's good well they were talking about how like they wanted to also because i guess there was a lot more that is going on with the songs than you can hear i don't know if that's because of the buzzsaw tone but they said there's like uh, it's like a very technical album but you might not know it. Like they said, it's almost impossible to play it live Hmm. the way it was written. But, and and they said like, if you listen to the orchestra, Hmm. you can pick out more. So how
2: the fuck did they write it then?
1: I mean, in the studio is one thing, but playing it live, they just said it was like very hard to actually pull off.
2: Mm, Okay. But they have played it live.
0: See, that's, that's weird to me because it doesn't seem that technical. It oh, does seem more simplistic and just like, just it fucking hits. Yeah, like,
2: I think chains are being pulled here. Cause yeah, you're exactly right. It doesn't sound, I mean, then why would you mask it then? But if we I can't can hear it, it then why is like, it there? Like, I don't know. That's, a, that's the bullshit. thing about
0: Entomb though. They're like, it's not just some stupid oafs playing death metal, you know? Like there's fucking talent behind that band. You're yeah, like, right. there's yeah. talent you know? behind
2: there, but like why produce and shit I, that we're not going to be able to hear? That doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Well, I don't think they planned on it, but if you take that fucking buzzsaw tone, it's going to cover some stuff up. We
2: need somebody to go listen to it on vinyl, because it'll definitely <laughs> come through on vinyl.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was interesting, though, because I thought with okay. Stan said, I was like, I just thought it was more simple, like, you can just hear big old grooves yeah, and yeah, yeah. riffs, and, you know, but I don't know. I, the other thing I thought of, too, though, was like, I think this might be the best Swedish hm2 production like mm, sound wise okay guitar tone that's
2: your i definitely like it
0: more that i definitely like it more than a left-hand path um yeah dismember's got a different atmosphere like i ever flow and stream's got a different atmosphere so it's almost different you know they got the same pedal but you know i can't compare right. i don't know
1: it's a it's i think a, the way they combined it with the the bass guitar and like the hm2 sound They somehow did in a way that's heavier and thicker than like any other one, to my knowledge. Like it's just so thick and bottom heavy Mm -hmm. that it sounds like a fucking mammoth. Like it's just it's heavier, and that's I I, that's what makes it stand apart for me.
0: Yeah, you don't believe them, Stranger Aeons. Yeah, (laughs) the fucking song is just (laughs) fucking (laughs) banger. It's so heavy.
1: God, there's so many fucking good ones. Stranger, I dude, I have the severe burns, like the fucking riffs on that. The thrash riffs, like Evelyn I don't know, even the me. last track. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's just I can name all of them. Chaos <laughs> breed.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you name a song you don't like, you don't worry, I'll wait.
4: Johnny, don't answer.
0: Don't worry.
2: That's the thing, though, man. it wasn't like I didn't like it. it was just, I mean, yeah. <laughs>
1: hey, fair enough. Though. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I yeah, get it.
2: There's lyrics.
1: The lyrics.
2: lyrics. Oh, so I should I guess I should say vocal style. And the way okay. that they were transitioned, not necessarily the lyrical composition. Oh. You well, literally like bucks. <laughs> like,
0: it was the drummer doing it, so you know, y- give y- a little credit. Y- okay. All right,
1: all right, all right, <laughs> So Stan, where so the top the first three albums you rank it, what? This one?
0: I mean, there has been times where I said, No, left hand path is better, but for the majority, this one, left hand, Wolverine's always gonna go third for me.
1: Yeah. Okay. Pretty much the same then. Those first two could fluctuate based on mood, but the only other one I did check out was Uprise. Uprising. Did you okay. listen to that one? Uh. Well, no, I listened to
0: all of them. Uh, the one of them's a fucking rock album. Don't just don't even waste your time. Yeah. Uh, Uprising was all right. Um, Morning was a Morning Star. Right. That one, one I didn't think that, was. I think. It wasn't horrible. Um, you can get through it. Inferno wasn't horrible. Mm-hmm. Those three were like, you can get through them, but am I ever going to go back to listen to it? Probably not. I know.
1: Yeah. I know. I'm the same. You do go dismember over Entombed, right?
0: No, I wouldn't say that. I, I pick like an ever flowing stream over left hand path any day. Okay. That's where I'm coming from with that. No, Entombed. Okay. I mean, I'm a clandestine. God damn. That's oh, man, it's top 10 album for me
1: yeah okay good good at least two of us No.
2: Yeah, at least two of us <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright switching gears from Sweden to, to, Florida. to Florida fucking Morbid Angel we talked about a lot of good shit man we talked about um, when um, Steve when he first joined the band how he first heard Morbid Angel like those first few eight albums formulas gateways we talked about the newer album talked about old death metal just the dude loves death metal And so that's what I liked about the conversation. He was just fucking really cool. And uh, they're going on tour for that Decibel Tour. Fortunately, not in Michigan, but uh, hopefully some of you guys out there can catch it. But um, so that was really fucking good. What's going on? Patreon. We got some we got 10, 11 episodes now, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot lot of activity. Building a
2: repertoire
1: here.
0: Yeah. We got a basically a second podcast going over there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Might have an exclusive interview for it coming up soon.
0: Ooh, that's a new one. Any yeah. spoilers? Yeah. Do you wanna? No, so, no. Okay. I don't want it. Okay,
2: I'm sorry. I like teasing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, we are gonna do a little little special thing. If you guys, uh, we didn't set it up yet, but if you guys, uh, throw an like maybe like an iTunes review, you know, share the podcast on a social media or something like that, screenshot it, show us it. Then uh, then we're thinking maybe send you guys like a Patreon episode as like a bonus gift or something like that. Right, Shadi? That was your idea.
2: Well, yeah. But, but, I th- but what was the idea though? Like what, <laughs> for the, the prize, the prize. I don't think that that was my idea for the prize.
1: Yeah. You said give them like a, well, we were, fig-
2: oh,
5: we were going to be like a oh,
1: free yeah, I Patreons. forgot about that. But we can't remember. We can't do that. They don't let you give subscriptions. Yeah, but subscriptions. so we'll just give them an, we'll give him an episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Patreon doesn't like let you gift any episodes or uh, access or anything. So if you guys do like one, uh, maybe one iTunes review, or if you've already done that, share us on one of your social medias or, or whatever, something like that. Share us somewhere. Just do something, to help us out a little bit. Then screenshot that, show us it, and then we will link one of our Patreon bonus episodes. You can pick it. We can, you know, we can show you the list. You can pick the one you want, and uh, we'll put it like in a Dropbox or, or whatever, something like that. Once we figure that out, and then you get yourself a little uh, taste of our bonus content.
0: Or the other option is, for the mere price of a meal a year, (laughs) you can head on over to Patreon. (laughs) Subscribe yourself. You get an extra episode a month. Um, You get to pick what we're reviewing, basically. You know we got all access passes in our backstage lounge on Facebook. You know we got a lot of combos going on right now. Most of our most of our shit we talk about is coming from that group lately because mm-hmm. just so much good shit about metal. They've has been, been driving, going on. driving this podcast. We talk about <laughs> new stuff, old stuff. You know, there's always a good topic coming up. It's just kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, like for the mere price of a going to two trips to McDonald's a year. yeah (laughs) you get quality quality shit right here
2: oh mecca days does that wrap it up boys
0: i think that wraps it up yeah
2: don't forget to wrap it up
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah No comment. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I wasn't gonna
1: say I was it. gonna say I was I didn't want to th-
2: go down there. I was gonna say or you're gonna end up like my in over here, but I, <laughs> yeah. that's what I was saying. Subtly <laughs> though, but then you forced it out of me.
0: That's it. Another episode Just, of into Combine.
1: I'm staying the man. I'm J Dog.
2: Oh you son of a bitch. And I'm shoddy. You guys stay fucking metal.
1: man well um i know you're kind of doing some of the the interviews right now because you guys are about to be heading out on this big tour coming up right yes so have you guys done uh morbid angel you guys have done a decibel tour before right
4: yes i believe morbid did a decibel tour back uh 2015 or something like that i mean it wasn't when i was in the band um it's while i was away but yeah at at some point i do believe that they, they did do a decibel tour yep i know we're excited to do it now i mean uh these guys have put together the best package that one could want, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. It's a stacked lineup. Have you toured with at least a couple of the bands on there? I would imagine. No, Cannibal man, maybe. I know
4: all the bands. I know all the bands, but I haven't toured with any of them, actually. This is the first time Morbid Angels ever toured with, with Cannibal Corpse in the States. Uh, this is something that should have happened for 30 years. We're all, you know, personal friends of each other. And, um, you know, this is, it's just uh, schedules. Never seemed to be, you know, in the right place at the right time. And this was uh, finally, everybody was uh, right time, right place. Let's do it, you know.
1: Yeah, that seems crazy that that never happened before, especially two Florida bands like that.
4: Yeah, I mean, especially when you're friends, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's like it, it's we would be home while uh, while they were out. And then, uh, you know, uh, they would be home doing uh, an album while we would be out. It just it happened time and time again, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I get it, man. Well, it's cool that it's finally coming together. It's a. It's, yeah, like I said, it's a badass, badass package. And then even like the you got the big, big old school bands like you guys, and then you got the Necrod and Blood Incantation. Those are some great newer death metal bands. So it's it's cool. Yeah, man.
4: I agree. Yeah, that's really honestly that's, I to me that's what a package should be. You know, uh, bands that you know as well as uh, you know some some younger bands that are coming up. And I mean, uh, I think you got the cream of the crop on this one.
1: Do you try and uh, check out some of the new stuff, or do you stick with more of the old, older uh, death metal?
4: Man, you know, the thing about it is I give stuff probably two minutes, man. Yeah. You know, I'll, like, listen, and uh, if it doesn't move me in about two minutes, man, I, I'll, I, as far as that album goes, I kind of move along, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the thing is, I usually find something I like in a lot of bands. So, it, it, you know, it's, I, but I, yeah, I definitely try to, uh listen to, to new stuff a lot of people send me stuff man and uh i get to check it out i'm lucky in that way so i'm I'm usually pretty hip to what's coming out or you know what's just come out and uh yeah man it's for me it's, it's rare to find a band that i think you know really holds all the qualities you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's, it's 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 always been that way this is nothing new this is not a new band thing this is a my entire life thing
1: yeah yeah well, you know what? One thing when I was listening back to kind of some of your older interviews you've done in the past is, it seems cool, man. Though it does, it, you know, a lot of bands you you talk to, they don't really listen to too much death metal anymore. They'll say, you know, and that's cool, you know. But it it seems like you're still a pretty passionate fan just for death metal.
4: Man, I love death metal. I, you know, I think you know death metal's always been a, a very um um let's a precise form of angst to me you know there's always been something um you know a lot of the newer newer, I I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the newer stuff that's called death metal but it's it's not death metal Mm -hmm. you know what I mean um you know but there is there is new stuff that is and um there's some incredible bands out there man you know I, I like a lot of the tech metal as well man you know so I mean there's a lot of a lot of cool bands um for me man you know it's like the name thing, man, calling someone death metal or something, just so you can get this certain group to listen to them, is always kind of where it gets really dirty and tricky and ugly and yeah. really not very factual. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, these guys are a little bit heavy. Let's call them deathcore or something. And it's like, man, come on, dude. You know, there's, <laughs> I don't know, man. The subgenre thing to me is is just a weird thing. It's like a sub. If pretty much if someone says I'm in a subgenre, it pretty much means they're ripping off some band. You know? Right. Right.
1: Yeah, it's not like when it, when, it, when all these bands first came out, and I mean, death metal, no one had heard it yet, you know. So,
4: yeah, and it, and the thing about it is, is early death metal, you know, is it's really hard to pinpoint even then what exactly was death metal. You have right. a band like Malevolent Creation who has a lot of lot of thrash in them, I and mean, even early Cannibal had a lot of thrash elements to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know, Morbid Angel had a lot of the, you know more traditional metal, except for really, really uh, steroided out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, so, I mean, you know, it's like what what truly is death metal. I guess that comes down to each individual. You know?
1: Yeah, that's what I liked about all the what it really stuff. Is, is you label. know, like obituary too, like just, and yeah. also everybody was so different, you know, and now it's, I know it's harder as time goes on to carve that up o- your path for yourself, but it's cool when a band still is able to do that.
4: Oh, Dude, you know, like every, you know, there people are constantly like, oh man, there's nowhere to go from here. There's nowhere to go from here. People have been like that since Led Zeppelin, dude. Like, you know, oh, after Zeppelin, where can you go from there? You know, blah, blah. blah. Well, uh, you can go another, you know, (laughs) as long as time goes on, people will be creating music because music comes from deep within people, you know, and um, people will always create music, you know, so. Death metal for me, man, it's it's just a label, man. It's really a label. Some people want to shun the label. Some people want to be considered more, you know, extreme metal, or some people want to be considered, you know, hard rock or, or or doom metal or something. You know, I had a friend of mine say to me, "Oh man, Obituaries is not death metal. They're they're uh, they're doom metal." And I thought, <laughs> well, I guess if you're just listening guitars, you're right. You know what I right, mean? Right. If you're if the vocals decide what the genre is, then they're definitely death metal. So, I mean, it, it really, it's it's an individual thing, dude.
1: Yeah, right, right. For you, like, what did you start with? Was it, like, thrash first, or did you just jump right into death metal when you were a younger guy? Oh, uh, no, it
4: was before that, dude. I mean, honestly, it was Judas Priest. I it was, it was Iron Maiden. I mean, I was so addicted to Iron Maiden mm-hmm. that I fucking probably, you know, shat Iron Maiden. I mean, it was... Um, <laughs> i love maiden i love dio you know i mean yeah. i love black sabbath i loved um i i, I man, i loved before you know before i was you know kind of uh had a brain i loved like you know shout at the devil by motley crew yeah. yeah, i mean yeah. i like you know i was a metalhead dude i i just i was a metalhead and i was lucky enough to to be alive at a time where there was just shitloads of medical medical, uh, medical. I'm thinking about weed. I'm sorry. <laughs> shitloads of uh shitloads of metal with tons and tons of variety and you know what I mean. So I mean, uh, I come from all that. Then I definitely went from from that into the thrash. Man, I love thrash metal, dude. I love Thrash was my teenage years, you know, and I and I kind of naturally, man, as Death Metal was coming out, I was kind of already kind of doing the same thing myself, man. man. I was kind of doing something heavier. So I was kind of riding that wave, you know? Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just getting into something that was heavier. Just keep going down that path.
4: Yeah. I think I was death metal before it was kind of labeled, you know, Mm -hmm. it was kind of, um, you know, it was kind of like, this is what we're doing. We don't really know what to call it, but you know, you know, (laughs) I can remember people. We'd tell people, "Yeah, man, it's heavy. Man, it's real fucking fast, real brutal." And they'd be like, "Oh, yeah, like Metallica or something." And eh, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. if that's what you want, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, right, right, okay.
1: So then, like, when was the first time you you heard you heard Morbid Angel?
4: Man, the first time I heard Morbid Angel was through tape trading. Uh, I got a tape. I think I paid two or three bucks or something like that, and sent a tape. And I believe Mike Browning sent me back a tape, and it was a oh, it was no a way. live Morbid Angel performance in Tampa, dude. And it was a <laughs> it was the Morbid Angel that existed before David Vincent. It was a, you know Mike Browning, and yeah. Dallas on bass, and Trey, and um, I think Richard was the other guitar player there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Richard Brunell was the other guitar player. Oh okay. yeah, that's the first time I heard it, and that would have been before man, that would have been 87, 88, You know maybe. Yeah, right. Oh. I was in high school. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: is that how you were getting most of it then, through tape trading?
4: Man, that was the only way then, pretty much. You know, it was uh, it was fanzines and uh, tape trading. Man, you know, people would take out people would take out ads in the fanzines. You know, you could buy people's demos for a couple dollars and postage. You know, so uh, yeah, man, that's how I heard a lot of bands. That's how I heard, you know, when I first heard atheist. That's when I when I first heard. Uh, when I first heard Morbid when I first heard Deicide uh, yeah man I, a lot of bands like I can pestilence so many bands dude that was the way I first heard them you know
1: Right right When
4: I was there too dude I was sending out tapes as well you know yeah, So you had been in bands it, all along since
1: early 80s and everything
4: then Yeah man I've been in bands since I was a teenager dude I, you know I started out singing in a band that did mostly black sabbath you know
1: Right right Well, I mean, how was that when you first joined up with Morbid, like going from, because if you were a fan, you had been listening to them for a while and I know, I mean, they had gotten quite a bit of popularity and everything. Was it, was it a big deal? Like, like for example, like that first tour you guys probably went out, like, how was that?
4: Man, it was a big deal, but I think it was one of those things where people around me realized it was a bigger, big deal much more than I did. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, I was so tied up in a dude, it was, uh, you know, it's like digesting an endless meal. You know what I mean? You're just doing the best you can to keep going, you know, and um, I to kind of take it all in and, and do everything right. You know, there's always that worry, man, when you're the new guy of, of fucking up, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, you know, I, I, I've always been a, a bit of a perfectionist and I come from a, a hardworking background. And uh, for me, it was uh, just I was really tied up in making sure that I could be the best that I could be. I mean, when the Morbid Angel thing actually came along at the time, man, I was really it hit a down point for me i would had a band for four four and a half years or something that you know had a deal and and now well, before we ever got to record the album it was broken up and i it was just uh it was a mess for me and all of a sudden this morbid angel thing just kind of fell into my lap right? so yeah. uh once i got into it it was sort of uh really just taking it all in like, yeah, man, this is kind of how I would had hoped it would be. And, and, you know, it was, it was just a different thing. You know, the thing about it is, is before Morbid, I was in a band that, you know, we got together every single time that we could get together when we could find a place to rehearse and everybody had enough money to pay for rehearsals and things like that. You know, once I got a Morbid Angel, it was like, Oh yeah, wait, we're going to just start rehearsing in three months and blah, blah, blah. And I honestly, dude, that was to me, that was as foreign as anything could possibly be, you know? Um, to just wait to go jam and then you know I was realized then man it was, a, it was a different step up you know you're expected when you show up then to to be prepared and ready to go you don't show up and everyone doesn't show up to learn you show mm-hmm. up to rehearse you know what I mean so it was just a um, different way of doing things much more professional so you know the, luckily man Eric Ritam was involved with Morbid at that time and to be honest with you man he was my very best friend and and he really helped me to make sure I was always at the right place at the right time, you know?
1: Okay, he seems like just such a cool dude.
4: Oh, dude, he's, you know, we're the same exact age, and I think I'm even older than him, but somehow the dude comes out to me as, like, my big brother or something. Right. You know?
1: That's really cool, man. I mean, like, how long did it take before you just really felt, like, comfortable? Like, you know, you are just, you know, you're really there. You can... Maybe because I don't think you did. You write anything besides lyrics on, on formulas, or were you?
4: I didn't even write formulas lyrics. Trey okay. Okay. wrote the right. lyrics on formulas, so for me, it was really. I mean, I I helped him finish them up, and I and I definitely helped them. <coughs> <pardon me. coughs> I definitely helped them to fit them, you know, to the music and stuff.
5: Yeah, like that, for you know, sure. But like,
4: um, to be honest, I didn't write any words, you know, and and. Um, so for me, it was really about performance. It was really just about doing the best job I could with uh, what I was asked to. I, I think it's very similar to the to way David did Alters, You know, I mean, mm-hmm. when David did Alters, it was pretty much they had already written an album. They already had, uh, you know, songs. They already had everything to go. He just really had to do right. his job. You know what right. I mean? And so it was the same thing for me, man. And uh, so it was just a, my focus was completely on just doing my job, you know, um, not wasting time in the studio. That was a big thing for me, man. When I first, we did formulas, my big thing was to be efficient, to not Mm -hmm. waste anyone's time or anything like that. You know, I I mean, when you're new, dude, you kind of have that thing hanging over your head of, oh, man, if I take too much time, they're going to be pissed off. They're going to fire me or, you know, you don't really know what's going to happen. So, you know, so that was my thing, man, of uh, being prepared. I, I just really wanted to be prepared, and I was, you know.
1: Right, I mean, because but then when you got to Gateways, because it seems like just just listening to your vocals, you know, I love formulas, I love Gateways, but there, there's a difference in your vocals on Gateways. It feels like there's a little bit more personality there. Like maybe you were just, I don't know, if it was that you felt more comfortable or you were able to, you know, well, mess dude, around a more. Dude, I had free reign.
4: I had free reign, dude. Trey was like, I trust you, man. You know, right You know, go ahead, man. You write. You write lyrics. You. I mean, I wrote music on that album. I mean, what you hear is me. You, you hear, you know, more confidence. You know, and like I said on formulas, I was being asked to do something. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I mean, even even tone wise, even my vocal tone, I was really being asked to do something, and that's what I did. On on once I did that, once I proved myself, got my rookie year out of the way, you know, um, I was told, you know, I was given more freedom, man. Do do your own thing, man. And that's really what Gateways is. It's really, you know, me doing my own thing.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, it's exactly That's how it sounds, man. And, and that's the thing with Kingdoms, too. It's like that's your vocals on that, man. It's like it's taking that and it's like the, the personality in it and just the variety and the power. It's like insane that it's this good at this point. Like it's, it's the best that I've heard your vocals yet. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying I to blow smoke that, up your ass. I, I just, mean, no, <laughs> you know. I,
4: I really appreciate it, dude. I feel more confident now than I ever have. You know, I know that I know how to do this. You know what I mean? I know that I yeah. can, you know, that, that it's going to be, you know, right. It's really just about me performing my, to my to my best, man. So, I, you know, I appreciate it. I really do.
1: Well, that's what I was going to ask, man. Is it, is it confidence? Is it is it years of practice? Or is it, like you know what I mean? Because there's a change there from to my years.
4: Man, I definitely think it's just a confident thing, you know. I mean, dude, I'm, you know, when I did formulas, man, I was, you know, I was young. I was it was in my early twenties, and you know, like uh, I was really doing what I was asked to do, and and that is not an excuse. That is not a uh, that is that's just a truth. I'm just stating the truth. You know, I was doing what was asked of me and doing the best that I could. At doing what was asked of me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, on on gateways, like I said, man, from the get go, it was hey, do your own thing. And now, once we once we're here, I mean, man, uh, you know, my confidence, like you know, this this death metal vocal thing, man, I've, I feel I've got this down. You know, I feel that, and it's really just about now expressing what the song needs. You know, and mm-hmm. and um, I, I'm always confident that I'm going to do a good job these days. That's cool, man. I yeah. think that shines through. I think I think that people notice that. I mean, you have obviously. Oh man,
1: yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I haven't heard one person say anything other than that about this album. And it's cool too, because now you know everybody's had a year to kind of digest it. Because any Morbid Angel, especially the ones that you've been on, that are just really pure death metal,
4: yeah, to to, to
1: piece things well, out like. and to absorb it, it takes some time, you know.
4: Yeah, I, I believe so, man. I, I've always said that you know Morbid Angel is one of those bands that you know there, there's always something on the album that'll get you right away. You know, it'll catch you, and oh, that's mm-hmm. really hooky and blah 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 you know and uh but you know the thing about it is is it's pretty deep stuff and 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 it really takes a long time to really to really take it all in and hear all the little nuances in there and um sort of just um you know get the entire picture man i mean these these albums these morbid angel albums none of them are written in you know a month or two months these are written over you know over a year year and a half worth of time and you know every you know There's a lot put into them. You know what I mean? So, I mean, they're definitely deep. There's definitely not a lot of shallowness there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you ever get. I know you contribute, you know, it's it's at least a couple of the songs on this one, but as far as what Trey will write, you know, he's kind of a mad genius as far as riffs and songwriting goes. Do you ever get some songs and just cuz I would imagine it would take a minute maybe for you to absorb it too and be like what am I going to do with this
4: Absolutely dude absolutely I mean there's a lot I mean there's a lot of songs that have been like that actually a lot of the the, the new album has a lot of polyrhythms and things like that and when you hear that just music no vocals no you know what I mean when you hear yeah. that, just guitars and drums it can sound insane dude it literally can sound like you're 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 driving deep into his, uh, mental instability. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, man, it takes a while. It takes, I've, I've said this before, you know, some, a lot of it for me is repetition, dude. I have to listen to these, these, uh, it's not tapes anymore, but it's MP3s, you know, Mm -hmm. like we now send each other MP3s and stuff like, uh, I have to listen to these things hundreds and hundreds of times before I ever start to write a lyric, you know? Which yeah. is funny, you know, I can write something and, man, immediately I have an idea of of, of, of arrangement and all this stuff. But the, the trace stuff, man, to, you know, sort of have to take it in and let it digest as well before I can turn it into um, something. You know what I mean? Before I can make it be something that I can comprehend. You know, it's it, it's not always the easiest thing, man.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I would expect that. When you are writing riffs or, and song ideas and that sort of thing, I would imagine that. I mean, how does that work with Trey? Being that, you know, he's, you know, kind of the band leader and uh, primary songwriter. How do you know when something's morbid enough? do you just say, hey man, check this out or do you kind of say you know what
4: this is I've, I got think I've gotten good pretty good at it. I think I've gotten actually pretty good at knowing whether or not trail like a risk occasionally dude, he will surprise me and like something that I didn't think he would yeah, you know but um i i mean i I mean I know what morbid angel is I know what the i know what the goals of morbid angel are i I know what morbid angel is about I mean I know the essence I, I think of morbid angel and so really now I think when I write things man before I ever before it ever even gets to a point where I'm going to hand it to Trey I've already done all the all of the um insecure editing that needs done to it you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's got to feel cool too when I mean just being that he's he's such a powerful songwriter you know to 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 give him something and you know he's like yeah this this, this is going to work for more but that's got to be pretty badass.
4: Yeah, I mean uh, on Gateways man we wrote a lot of stuff together. There were a lot of things where you know there's songs where I wrote three or four riffs and Trey wrote three or four riffs. Uh, a lot of the, the on the on Kingdoms uh, we sort of a lot of it was sort of done separately,
5: mm-hmm. you know
4: what I mean? So, um, but that that really just has to do with modern ways of of demoing songs, man. Now you know we both have computers, we both. You know, I like I can come up with an idea and get it to where it's really a really good representative of my idea, long before I ever sent it to him. Where it used to just be, it used to just be a guitar on a cassette tape, dude.
5: Yeah,
4: and maybe a drum machine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, right. dude, it's it's pretty. I can send him something, and he can send me something that sounds pretty goddamn good for a demo. You know?
1: Yeah, right. Is it uh, important for Morbid to? keep putting out new material or could you ever see you guys putting it down the new albums and just touring off what you have so far
4: myself, man, I really couldn't, I honestly couldn't see not recording new music, man. I honestly would, you know, it would start to seem a a bit endless and mundane without new music for me personally. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, I, I think if you're uh, basically, if you're just, you know, sort of just going out and playing, you're sort of living on your legacy, dude, which is fine. I I don't have any problem with anyone doing that. But for me, I don't really know that it's necessarily what I want to do. Man, you know, for me, you know, it's, you know, this isn't like, you know, some rock star fucking dream. You know, it used to be when I was young, you know, it used to be one of those things where, you know, but now, man, it's one of those things where, you know, you know, going out and you know touring and things like that. You know, it's like it's an adjustment to my life. You know, I have to adjust. I have two dogs. You know, i I mean, when I was you know I was younger, you know, there were children. My children are grown now, but you know now I have dogs and I have to make you know they 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 need to be sorted. Make sure everything's gonna be okay for them. You know, just all these different things. I you know the house is it's just it's an adjustment to life to get on a bus and leave. It's not like it's not like it is when you're 19 years old. And I mean, it's, it's every, every single thing in your world. Um, it, it is my, it is a lot to do with what makes me happy in life, man. So therefore I want to continue to do it. But, um, to be honest with you, without making new music, then I, it's kind of, you're kind of playing cover tunes if you ask me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially when you guys keep putting out great new material, you know, it's not like you guys are putting out stuff and people aren't, getting into it or anything like that you know telling you to hang it up
4: i have to say it seems to me though that times are changing dude and you know the way an album is done and things like that may change i don't know that in the next 10 years people will still be going in and and um you know doing 10 song albums i think we're going to see i think eps and things like that are going to start kind of possibly being the new new formats, man. You know, um, people have very short attention st- spans now. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, 10 songs is almost too many songs for them to take in. anymore. You know? mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe five, you know, you could do five and release five songs a year or something. It seems like it would, uh, you know, it'd be enough to keep people happy. Um, that are looking for new music enough to keep the creative juices going, and you know what I mean, and not be stuck mm-hmm. in a monotonous of, of of being in there for you know a long time doing a bunch of songs. You know?
1: Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, you already see that with a lot of albums. It's it's almost rare to see the twelve. A lot of times you'll see it more of like a ten song, nine song, you know. Just yeah. I think that's the reason for it, man. Just so people can get through it without getting distracted and changing the CD to something one of the million new bands that just came out yesterday, you know.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, dude, it's really hard to keep people's attention span. You know, I mean, people's, I mean, it's really hard to keep their attention. People's attention span is, it just, it's, it's, it's constantly diminishing, man. You know, people are more entertained by their phone than they are most things. these days. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, man. And it's hard, but like I said, reviewers or people who are checking out new stuff, there's so much stuff that comes out every other day that, yeah, man, I mean, like you said, if, it's, if, if something's not good, you kind of, you'll move on, that kind of thing. And there's just yep. so much stuff out there that you might be right, man, for people to get it's and easy. absorb something it's, that might be shorter.
4: It's, it's easy to release stuff now, dude. You know, if you mm-hmm. can get a distribution, you know, if you can get Amazon distribution and if you can get, you know, uh, digital distribution, man, it's, it's really easy to release music now. So you have people that, you know, there's no record labels involved and they're releasing music constantly. And I mean, dude, I, I have, you know, a couple a week, in my, in my, you know, when I go on Facebook, which is not very often, but when I go on there, there's always a couple in my inbox, man. Hey, man, here's my album, check it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, which is cool, but also, you know, it's just it's a lot to filter through, right?
4: It's a lot to filter through, dude, and it's a lot to, you know, it's like, oh yeah, man, here I recorded this at my house, and it's like, you know, <laughs> I hate to say this, man, you know, but a lot of times, you know, you can hear that. I mean, I can hear yeah. that. I can hear that it's not it's not real drums. I can hear that there's not. You know, real amps, I can I can hear that kind of stuff. And, I mean, I've learned myself through disasters that, dude, you know, I mean, production means a lot. Mm. People expect the very best thing that they can possibly get as soon as they can get it, and, uh, you know, as much of it as they can get for as little as they can pay. Preferably nothing, you know right. what I mean? It seems like I'm bitching about the world, I guess, but I'm really not. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it's we're talking about the music industry, and the music industry in itself is a complete different entity, than the rest of the world, you know? And I mean, music these days, it doesn't seem to have a very, very, uh, very high value to a lot of people. Although people constantly are walking around with their headphones in their ears and wanting to be entertained. They they just don't want to put They just don't want to, they don't want to exert any effort themselves to, to get it. Or do they want to exert any money? to get it these days. I mean, mm-hmm. luckily in death metal with death metal, man, you know, you have a lot of fans who they want that product, dude. They want the product. They want to have the CD. They want to hold it in their hand. They want to buy the vinyl. They, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I actually have a cassette of kingdoms sustained and I, I think it's badass, man. It's <laughs> so cool. I'm like, man, it's really a shame that this format went away because I mean, this looks fantastic, you know?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, man. Well, listen, I really, I really appreciate it. And uh, I know I can't, I can't get out to the tour because it's not coming through Detroit. But uh, hopefully, you know, some other time I'll, I'll get out there and, and get to catch you guys, man. Right
4: on, dude. I'm shame you missing this one. I think this is gonna be a really good one, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. You guys gonna be doing a good mix of all the stuff then? Uh, as far oh as the yeah, dude, We're
4: doing songs. We're doing something from all the way back to '88, bro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're doing yeah all the albums. We're gonna touch them so
1: cool man well listen i really appreciate it like i said i'm still listening to the album so
4: cool awesome dude i'm glad to hear that and i appreciate the kind words you had to say to me man